0: This is the Cave Tools Barbecue Podcast. Exploring the world of competition barbecue and bringing you behind-the-scenes tips and tricks from real professional pitmasters. Find us at MyCaveTools.com or subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Hey, we have a great show for you today. We have our very own Phil Iannuzzi is going to be interviewing Ritzy and Drew from Ritzy Drew caters for you. So, um, we can get started. If you just want to give me a little brief introduction about how you guys got involved with the whole barbecue scene.
1: This is my wife, Ritzy Jones. Hi, Phil. Hi. The Ritzy of the Ritzy Drew BBQ. (laughs) I'm the Drew. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But
2: you figured it out, though, Phil. I know you did. Yeah. (laughs) So, how did we get started? Um, well. I we love barbecue, um, and I have a killer sauce. So um, we've been doing this uh, about nine years, and we got into competition about three years now. And um, well, actually, we at the prompting of our friends, who were kind of like, "You guys should go on the circuit." Um, so I mean, we were kind of just doing it in our backyard, and the minute we turned on our grills, everyone would come with their dish to take food home. You know, so we decided to go into competition. We love it. Um, so I mean, that's kind of our story. We love to feed people, and um, you know, hey, why not?
0: <laughs> so, so we're
2: kind of go ahead. I continue. So we we actually met at New York City Transit. Uh, we were both bus operators for um, we drove buses. So um, I am now retired due to injury. So he's a supervisor now. Yeah. So of course, I was too young to be just retired. So I went to culinary school and uh, became a chef. So here I am opening up uh, doing catering. So, um, and he is uh my pit master, so he takes care of the pits outside, and I do the inside stuff. um so I prep all our meats on the inside, and he takes care of uh temperatures outside and does his his stuff, you know, so that's what we do, and I'm going to let him go, and if you have any other questions Let him answer.:
1: know, <laughs> well, I'm in my backyard. It, it could be as blistering hot as hundred degrees. It's getting blistering cold as 32 degrees. You see me out there manning my picks. I'm hooked, especially during the first contest where it was a little damp, a little rainer. I'm out there. It just felt like it was in my backyard. I, I got hooked. And that's why we started doing competition. Said, well, we can go here. We can go here. We'll try. We'll give it our, we'll, we'll give it our best. And that's how I, we got hooked. Okay, so um, you said
0: you were involved with uh, culinary school. What made you decide to uh, pursue barbecue other over other types of uh, cooking?
2: Wow, it's one of like the most purest form of cooking. I mean, to me, like I like I do other forms, but it's like one of the most basic forms of cooking and you can take it any way i mean you put your meat on the fire you do what you do and to me it's like most american i mean if you if you follow the history of barbacoa right um people would say it's not totally american it was brought here by whatever but it's kind of been americanized you know um, so I Definitely. think it's like truly like one of the most basic forms and you can take it anywhere. You know, so we really love it and I really do have a killer sauce. Not really? And Boy. we also do like for the holidays, we also do fried turkeys, which my we started with our family who really love it and we were able to trick my mother who said she would never eat fried turkey and we gave it to her one Thanksgiving and she sat, we all knew what we gave her and she sat there and she was like oh my gosh did you put this in the bag? This tastes so good! And it was so funny because we all knew and she was like oh my goodness and after she ate her meal we said um you know what? That was fried turkey. She was like, "Get out of here!"
0: <laughs>
2: and we started selling uh, fried turkeys, and we've been delivering in the five boroughs for like the past three years.
0: Wow! Awesome. Yeah. What would you say one of your favorite things to uh, grill is? Wow. Ribs.
1: Ribs. Ribs. Why's that? Uh, because one, it's. It's not more like it's. I'm more, as my wife says, I'm more of a left brain thinker. So I'm figuring out time and figuring out temperature and figuring out the right constant, how much chalk or how much heat. But I guess for years, even when my mother cooked them a long time ago, it's just the beauty of cooking ribs on the grill. It's the way they sear, the way they cook. And then when you think of competition style, the way they foil it, and then try to get that perfect temperature where, once you bite into it, it's one bite where it's tough enough that the rest of the meat stay on the bone, but tender enough to bite through and chew. And when I see that as just the, to me, that's the most joy of cooking ribs. But ribs are my favorite, favorite um, meat to cook.
2: Okay, what about you, Ritzy? Wow I'm uh, I don't know see, I love when he does his brisket. I think his brisket is like the best. I just love it I mean I love I love what we do to it even before it gets to the smoker you know I mean because I'm the one that gives it that love I'm the one that puts all that you know so I, I love what we do to it, you know our injection I love what I do what I create the injection I mean I it's, it's a lot of strategy into it so I love when I'm injecting each each you know and putting on that rub I love that so, and I love what he does to it once I hand it over to him I love what he, what, what he does to it when it comes back to me and I have to slice beautiful it's like poetry I mean I know people that don't do barbecue they won't understand what we're saying but it really is poetry all they know is like when I see how people react when I say taste right not him and I when I say taste and they don't say a word all I see is that roll back in their eye that is what I'm looking for they don't have to say anything that roll back in their eye that's what I'm looking for (laughs) that's magic to me that is magic that's what I'm looking for you don't need to say not a word nothing ah that Ah, oh, that roll back yeah. head to the head, the eye. Perfect.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, what would you say one of your most difficult moments starting your own barbecue company was?
1: The first one?
0: <laughs> uh is this not your first one?
1: I would say it was the first one. I could say the recent one too, but it, both of them were Staten Island and it was our first competition. And we saw what it would have uh, what going on but we really didn't know how it how is was gonna go how would people react and we got there we tried to, we had to we didn't get our canopy right so we went to get a canopy since it happened on Staten Island because that was our first contest we knew the area well than anybody because we're from Staten Island so we got out and we tried to set set it up we tried to set up our canopy. That just turned out to be a, a
2: fiasco.
1: <laughs> and it's like, I can't set this up and then set up my grills and everything until I get the tent set up. It took a 12-year-old boy, one of the producers of Barbecue Pit Pitmasters, yep. and the man of Jambo Pits, Jamie. Jamie Gear, yeah, to help set up. I can't They helped
2: us <laughs> set it up, and, and to me, that was beautiful because they could have just stood on the sidelines and said, "Look at these fools; they don't even know what they're doing," you know. But to see them step up and give us a hand, to me, that was beautiful. That that let us. It, it made me feel like, wow, the barbecue community is like really, you know, like a really great crowd of people. You know, that really made me feel. That made us feel really good, really. You know, it, it wasn't like a. It did make me feel like these were a bunch of cutthroat people that didn't care about anybody else but themselves. It didn't let us feel that way. No. There were a few that were like that, but most, ninety-five percent of them were really great people. Yeah.
1: Everyone was we out went, there to help
0: each other.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And everywhere we went, it was the same yeah. camaraderie. Yes.
2: Surely. Yeah.
1: So
0: that's great. I thought that actually goes right into the next question I was going to ask. Um, what would you say one of your most memorable experiences in uh, with your barbecue companies would be?
2: It, it was it was that first one because you know we were nervous. You know we we've 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 done we've been up to that point we had been doing our catering. We you know it was our hometown, our friends, our family. But here we are going out with the unknown. You know and here we are people that ha- have been known on TV and what have you and of course our first competition and here we are the people of uh, Barbecue Pitmaster and, and guess what the spot that they gave us was exactly in front of where they were filming Barbecue Pitmasters. We, we were here our our RV was here and there was Barbecue Pitmasters so they could see us and we actually are in the in many of the shots, right? Really? And, yeah. and they were just, you know, they, they, they took a lot of breaks and they're, they're watching us and for them to just come over and help us, you know, so I met my favorite, Tuffy Stone, you know, Myra, Myra Nix, and it was like, wow, that is so sweet, you know, and really down-home guys, like such, you know, like, real people, you know, and for them to help out, that was so memorable for us, really. That was really sweet. So, yeah, that was
0: really good nice. Yeah. Um, what would, what's some advice that you would give to people that want to get involved with the barbecue scene?
1: Don't do it for the money because it's not about the money. If you love to do it and if you love to cook and you, have a, um, and you love what you um, present to people, do that. Because you're, the first thing you complain is how much you're spending on each contest mm-hmm. and what you're doing. And if that's what you, that's, that's somebody told me, and it's kind of true. If you're worried about how much you're spending on a contest, then it's not for you. Mm-hmm. you know. And I love, like I said, the first night that I was cooking overnight, it felt like I was cooking in the backyard. backyard. Mm-hmm. And I got hooked from that day. Yeah. You know? I said, we gotta go to the next contest, we gotta go to the next contest <laughs> so but it's not about you know you want the prestige you want people to know that we you have the like best that. barbecue but if you don't win then you know alright it's as we call it it's not a negative it's a positive alright so we know what we gotta work on for the next contest yeah. we we'll go to the next contest and work on it.
2: Yeah. yeah, truly do it for the love of it. I mean Really, I mean, you know, like like my husband said, um y-, y you do spend the money you know and the entrance fees and all that good stuff, but you know what, you have to really love barbecue in order to enter the competitions and you know stuff like that, you know, don't just go out there always you know just looking for the you know the big bucks all the time, you know, I mean, each competition that we go to, there's something new that we learn, you know and and you don't go i mean. Just because, oh, I'm just going to win and I'm better than... Always go with an open mind. You know, there is some one little thing that you might learn and always, always do your homework. Always do your homework because there's always something that you can learn from someone, you know, truly. But always go for the love of it because that's really what it's all about. And the main thing is practice, practice, practice. Yep, practice, practice,
1: practice. And what we practice with is that part of the data in business. Oh.
2: <laughs> and we have many guinea pigs. Many, many willing guinea pigs.
0: <laughs> All right, that's some great advice. Um, I guess this is the last question that I have. What are some of your future plans for uh, Ritzy Drew ca- Caters for You for uh, 2014? <laughs>
1: I'm glad you asked that um, We did enter, for as far as the BBQ contest, we entered the Troy Pig Out. In July, so we'll be there competing, and we're making plans to try to go to the Hudson Valley West correct Fest. As far as Ritzie Drew Catering for you, uh, we do have a a catering, a catering um assign, um not a catering uh, event happening about two weeks from now, mm-hmm. and then we're actually trying to look for uh. A brick and mortar place because mm-hmm. during our last contest uh, when we was doing the People's Choice, a lot of people want to know where's our restaurant, where they have our food. So mm-hmm. we're we're in the process of looking for a, a, location. a location right now. So and hopefully by the end of this year or the beginning of next year, this Educators for You will be a brick and mortar. Yep. You know.
2: They talked us into it.
0: (laughs) That sounds like some big plans. Well, thank you for uh, letting me get to know a little bit about you guys, and uh, good luck with everything this upcoming year. Um, Thank you so much. Is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to?
2: Oh my goodness. All our fans, you know, definitely. Yeah. We have many Ritzinistas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sure you do. Yeah, we do have the page, uh, Facebook page, uh, Ritzy Drew Cadence for You and Ritzy Drew BBQ. And um, we'd like to say all our, our friends, our family, our supporters, thank you so thank much. Thank
2: you so much. And thank you so much for giving us this opportunity.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Really appreciate that. Good luck to you too.
0: Thank you. Um, I'll let you guys know when I have this posted online. You guys can check it out and share it with your friends.
2: Thank you so Thank much. Thank
1: you so much,
0: Phil. Take care. No problem. You got to have a good day. All
2: you righty, too, you pal. too. All right. Bye bye. <laughs>